Welcome to the Anime Plummet Podcast, episode 33. It is time for our Plummies Award Show, where we take a look back and crown the best shows of 2023. I'm your host Gizmo, and with me, as always, are my lovely co-hosts. Hello, Mike. How are you? Ah, I'm okay. I'm here. I'm I'm ready to uh, plummet the depths of award shows. Let's go. We missed an opportunity to have a red carpet carpet segment, guys, where we were just the gaudiest, worst thing possible. Yeah. Oh, bro, bro, if you don't think I brought one ready, just in the chamber, you don't know me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe carry on with the introductions first before he fires that one up. Second up, this king was hello everyone hello out there plummeteers it's good to be back with you it's your boy king i'm live on the red carpet right now and you guys aren't gonna believe it one of our biggest stars of the show is mr pig from butareba i ran into him on the red carpet and i said mr pig what are you wearing who are you wearing tonight and he said oink oink it's gonna be a fantastic <laughs> show guys nice nice <laughs> We have Ed. Hey, buddy. Yo, what's up, guys? How we doing? All right. We're doing great. Plummies are on. This means a long show, so no question of the week. We're going right into the categories. We have crazy categories tonight. And our first one is presented by Ed. What are these gestures, Mike? I don't... <laughs> You gotta do the links so that everybody knows where to go. Yeah, maybe that was a little too fast, but I was, but I was just saying, ah, whatever, roll of it. Also, we <laughs> were gonna fine. talk, we were gonna talk about the pig show real quick, but whatever. It's First up, links with King. All right, everybody, I want you to go check out links.animesummit.net. That's right. There you're going to find all the information to get connected to us, Anime Plummet Podcast, as well as the big sister flagship show, Anime Summit. Uh, go check them out for sure. We actually just had Nick on from Anime Summit in our latest episode where we did our harem tier list, and that was a whole lot of fun. And also, in addition, links.animesummit.net is going to get you to the Discord where the four of us, as well as Anime Summit, and all of our friends are always chatting every week, giving our thoughts on anime, movies, all kind of cool stuff. Um, and that's also where you can find the Patreon. And that is how, for like a buck a month, you're going to get like early content bonus content all this kind of cool stuff um i'm always we're always adding our bonus episodes on there early for folks so you can get it first before anyone else gets it for a general audience uh real quick for audience i want you to do two things go check out the latest drunk court with the birthday boy gizmo that was his birthday celebration i believe he hey turned yeah. 12 that sounds about almost. right no, almost 12 almost 12 almost 12 Almost 18 now. Okay, I love that. And also joining that was Snowman and Earthworm from Anime Bros Podcast. We had a lot of fun. We we covered everything. We actually, we covered the usual stuff, which is Baldur's Gate, Catholicism, and I don't know how many beers Snowman drank. So just the usual standard topics now that I think about it. Uh, the other thing I want you to go listen to is our first plummet cinematography episode. We did a bonus cast that Gizmo is leading us through covering the Alien franchise um, so stay tuned for more of that. That was a lot of fun listening to that one. Uh, and with that, we can keep it moving, guys. Thank you, King. Let's get the fuck out of this disaster intro into, now that I'm looking at the document, actually, uh, into a quick review with King and Mike. What are we talking about here, guys? Like a well-oiled machine. 
<laughs> so King, I hear you. That's why you they pay me the big bucks. <laughs> I, hear, I heard. Yeah, sorry, Honey Bear, can you pull out the review? Yes. Actually, I don't know if you know now, uh, as a side tangent, Pudding and Gandhi are now associate producers. They're not full producers like uh, Honey Bear, but uh, just we found the paperwork getting too much, so we need to put them to work. So Pudding, we need you to take a look at his contract again. We might have to mm, reduce that a little. Anyways. Uh, too many you, pet references here. Talk to me. Why, why the heck... Did you shed some tears over a pig? Oh boy. Okay, guys. Um, spoiler alert. We've already. We don't even have to have an award show. I have the best anime ever made for you right here, and that, of course, is Butareba, the story of a man turned into a pig. Guys, that's. I mean, you don't need a description. That's. It's in the title. A man who was turned into a pig. Now, I want to get, before anything, at the top of this, I just want to say special shout out to friend of the show, Turtle, on the Discord. He is the most excited to hear of our thoughts about this. It's going to have to be real quick because we got to get to the award show, Turtle. But go check him out on Twitch at, at Turtle Marlow. Uh, he's always streaming cool games, so love you, dude. Here we go. Quick synopsis. Man got turned into a pig. Isekai story, tale as old as time. Uh... A girl, basically, we find out, kind of wished him there. She's got to go on a journey. She's like, I wish I had a companion. A boy shot at, uh, out from Japan into this fantasy world. And that is, that's all you got to know. That's, and chaos, shenanigans ensue because the pig is a little smutty. Okay. He is very dirty. He's dirty minded. Yeah. And he's, he's a lot like us. Yes. He's very, I, that's why, I mean, honestly, this should be our mascot. Mr. And they and his name is just Mr. Pig the whole the whole show, yes. which is absolutely <laughs> funny. Um, you know, throughout this story, he's building a relationship with the gal who wished him there. Her name is uh, Jess, and Jess is a special class of citizen in this world. It's fantasy realm where there's magic. You know, thinking medieval stuff. That's like the you know the style and everything. Um, and Jess has to go on a journey because. Uh, her special class is something where at the age of 16, you know, they're they're kind of like slaves. So mm -hmm. another big theme of this show is slavery, unfortunately. I hate that. <laughs> I hate it so much. But um, so her journey is she needs to return to the main kingdom where all of these slave girls go. Uh, we, we decided last time they're called Yesmiths. We, we couldn't figure out the word last time of this this category of, of person. Uh, they're treated like slaves, um, but uh, she needs to make return, except this, the journey is very mysterious. Nobody has ever been to the, the capital kingdom. They've never met the king. It's all kind of hearsay and rumor. On the way to this journey, she needs to uh, come across people who are hunting her. Uh, these these class of people are very valuable for their bones yep. and the organs yeah, and the collars around the neck. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, and what I thought at first was just like, this is going to be the dumb, etchy, silly, just low stakes isekai of the season. Um, that is not the case because Jess and Mr. Pig learn the value of friendship. Shout out Good Moral Fibers, which we'll talk more about later. Uh, and the power of love. And with these two things, friendship and love, you can conquer literally anything. Uh, <clears throat> I mentioned... Mike mentioned that I teared up a little bit at the end because what we come to find after all these harrowing journeys, which we talked a little bit about in our uh, uh, seasonal review, 
we were only talking about it now because there was a huge delay in production for the last episode, uh, which is funny because when you watch it, it does not look good. It doesn't look like they put in like a month or two extra work. It does look pretty shitty. <laughs> There's a part where she kind of spins around her dress and I'm like, oh yeah, some animator who's not, you know, the greatest in the world put his heart and soul into that scene and yes. and was like yes it is now worth it anyway yes. i i thought it was very cute but yeah oh it was so like, cute anyway so, so the whole point of the journey is we got to return just to the to the kingdom and figure out the mystery of that and how do we get mr pig back into his body uh so that he can go on being an otaku in japan uh well we get there the king is is the king understand they they meet the king they go through trials and tribulations to get there and he's like he explains this the Yesmith are so basically, yeah, spoilers here. Jump ahead at like a couple minutes. The Yesmith we find out are in fact uh, the world's uh, like mages offspring. So every Yesmith is inherently magical. And the reason why they make them all slaves is because at one point in the history of time, the mages went absolutely batshit crazy and started fucking up everybody and just like wreaking havoc. So like, Good mages, bad mages, it didn't matter. They all kind of came together and were like, we have to basically make them second tier citizens to normal humans. Uh, just because we've seen what, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And that was, that's the whole point of this story. So we find out this and that, so that concludes Jess's story. They're going to turn her, now that she's made it to the castle, the king's like, hey, you did good. You're a good person. We can tell that now. So you get to take your collar off. You're going to become a full mage. You're going to use your power for good. Life is great for Jess. Now, what do we do with Mr. Oink Oink? Okay, here's the situation. He was isekai'd into this world due to a wish from Jess. And now the problem is, how do we get him back? There's only one way to go back. And unfortunately, oh God, I'm verklemping over here. <laughs> they have to, after building love and friendship, they have to kill the pig. So that he, his consciousness can go back to Japan. And that's the only way. And so they cannot, they have proclaimed their love for each other, their friendship. Oh, I'm getting choked up here, guys, because it's a beautiful story. And they have to make the ultimate decision. Do we want to be together, but never physically? Because you can't fuck a pig, guys. That's fucking gross. That's disgusting. I mean, oh, you can. <laughs> you just shouldn't. I'm sure there are people that try. So, yes, yes folks, I'm sorry people to say there was no pig much. fucking. No pig fucking in this, which is good. I love that. Instead, it, you know, they're just <laughs> communicating with words and everything. That's how they fall in love with each other. Um, so they have to make the hard decision to let him go and, and kill him to return him back to his normal body. And, uh, you know, they have a nice send off scene where they go into town together and spend the day and talk and frolic. And it's just it's beautiful, man. I like I said, I think what hit me so hard about this show is I came in thinking this is going to be the dumbest isekai of the season. Very silly. Um, but it, it did have some really heart wrenching moments that are very yeah. beautiful. And once again, it's a pig and a woman. <laughs> I, I think I think it like there there have been parables and stories that have done similar things, but. Like, it's like, oh, the man had to become a pig to really know what it was to be human. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, that, yes. yeah, like, it, but the, the, I think definitely the show, uh, the, the story would outgrew its production. You know what I mean? Like, it, like the, the, it deserved better than what it got, but because it's just, you know, 
uh, it was just the sort of thing that got the lowest common denominator, you know, animation studio. And it, whatever. Uh, people need places to work and whatever. So they made the show. Uh, but there is something there that's more than this crappy isekai kind of thing. Absolutely. I think the, and I, the, I, okay, I was going to mention that the, because the, there's about like a five minute, the last part of it is just a prelude, or not prelude, prologue, I guess. There we go. Of the, um, of his life basically returning to Japan and how the fact that as like he feels this weird disconnect and he's like, could that have been real? Like it obviously must have like, I'm pretty sure it was real or was it just a fever dream? And he ends up writing it into a novel, right? Into a web novel, which is popular in Japan to do. And what happens is he attracts other people who then add on to the story or recognize it or for whatever reason was also attracted to it. And so he's like, are these people also people that ended up being in that world for some time or whatever? And I guess his goal is eventually to return to Jess. But I don't know if that's ever going to be accomplished or if that's just wishful thinking. And it kind of closes us up on that. So, King, what do you think? Do we ever see more of our dancing pig? Obviously not, because the pig's dead. Yeah, we here's the, the problem. Fact that the pig had to die for him to go back. No, but anyway, yes, we didn't mention that. Okay. Yeah, so it it leaves you on a cliffhanger because the goal is now, okay, I've met these people that have also been to the world. How do we get back? They formulate a plan. And that's kind of the end of the show. Like, it shows that he might be back in the world as a pig again, but he doesn't meet with Jess again. We don't know what happens. They're not really together because he's not in his normal body. Um, And it, it ends on a cliffhanger. And my only problem with this is, I've said this so many times on this show. We get an East Kai. It should it it should be one season because there's no way anybody but me and Mike and Turtle care about this fucking show. <laughs> this is this is not a good show, but I love it anyways. And I'll give my score here in a minute. I don't think we're getting any more, and that makes me sad. This is a go read the light novel or manga or whatever. And <clears throat> to be honest, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. I can't do that. I'm on a podcast where we got another list of shows. I w- but if if more comes out, I'll be the first to watch it. I'm the number one cheerleader. I want more of this, Mike. I am going to give this. This is an insane rating. I am giving this an eight point five out of ten because Holy I need professional smoke. help. I have but a fever, that's and the all only cure on spirit is more oink. and writing and none of the animation at all because oh, it's going to become apparent later on in this pot in this award show. Okay. I am going to, I originally, I am bumping mine up. I'm going to give it, Let's go. to, in, in solidarity with, with King, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I'm going to go Let's change go. it on my thing. Let's go. Originally, I was going to give it a 7 out of Mad 10. Madman. Absolute uh, madman. We're just, you know what? Fuck it. We're anti-gizmo here. We're not going to yes. just fucking, King and Mike you know, really embracing the inner pigs. Yes. We're, we're just <laughs> rolling in our muck. Oh, anyway. boy. Listening to your quick review, I'm very happy it was not a long review because damn, yeah, we, <laughs> only, took, we only took eight minutes there. So let's uh, let's let Gizmo, move. We're, we're, let's meander on to somewhere else then, shall we? Ed, now it's finally our turn. Present us with <laughs> the first category, please. Our first no category is the BBE, the best beach episode. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Our nominations. What a, plummet, what a plummet category, by the way. This is what right? you're going to get the whole time. Best beach episode. Mm. Our nominations are Goblin Slayer, Season 2, Tomo-chan is a Girl, 
the cafe terrace and its goddesses, 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you, and girlfriend, girlfriend season two. Any of these shows stick out to you guys? Um, this is a near and dear category to my heart as I filled in all the shows so that the guys didn't have to do any work on this one. <laughs> and I've seen all of these, which is great. Um, let me say this. Um, there's some great, there's some great stuff in here. So if you're a beach episode person, however, one that stuck out to me is the Goblin Slayer season two. We, and folks at home, we lumped in, if it was a pool episode, a beach episode, basically a swimsuit episode. That's what we're talking about here. Um, Goblin Slayer to, to, if, to the uninformed, uh, it's like medieval, I, I would say is the best, like, you know, description of it. It's a medieval style show with magic and all that. Right. Okay. So you're thinking armor, chainmail, all of these. For their pool episode, all the gals had like modern, real world bathing suits on. Wow, so it doesn't so make stupid. it doesn't make any sense at all because it's it's medieval times and they're just like normal looking, you know, uh, uh, one pieces, uh, bikini stuff like that. So that was just that stuck out to me as being so funny and jarring in the world itself. And it was a cute rest, like uh, Goblin Sayer and the gang gets a vacation, which is a very which is really different from that first episode, season one. Jesus Christ, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> it's what some would call a chill day. Yes. Um, other highlights include uh, Tomo-chan, just because of Vava Voom. Good Lord, the gals in that show. Um, that was a great one. And the funniest one on here, though, everybody had to love the, the 100 girlfriends uh, who really, 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 really love you. Because I think they even called it everyone's favorite uh uh beach episode and like that's like the name of the episode so they're like they're they know what they're doing and it's filled with comedy which we i feel like we don't get a lot usually it's lewdness no. it's etchy but this was a comedy episode and possibly one of the funniest episodes i'd recommend the goblin slayer episode that sounds super stupid that's that's actually <laughs> since if you've listened to our Grinch episode, you know how my, my stance on on beach episodes, especially when it's in in non romance shows, uh, this sounds this sounds so silly. But I I haven't watched the show, and um, the one hundred girlfriends episode was actually pretty funny. I'm I mean I didn't I didn't really like the show. I didn't watch all of it, but I got to the beach episode, and that one was probably the best. Um, I'm thinking of uh, what's the little one's name uh, that used the phone to talk. Don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask me. I don't know. Every everybody at home is screaming at us right now. She is. Uh, she's got that. Yes, she's got the bit where she's just like stranded on the island because she can't swim, and she's like, "Hark! I cannot swim." <laughs> 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 uh, so that was it. That's why it's the funniest one. But um, yeah, shout out Cafe Terra's uh, it, and its goddesses. That that show literally takes place at a beach, so technically. Every episode was a beach episode and they constantly wore swimsuits as part of their outfits for the work for, you know, for what their work is. So love that show as well. So All prevent right. the winners. Ed. Uh, for, before I announce the winner, I'm going to announce a couple of their runner ups. Your runner ups are Tomo Jan is a girl and the cafe terrace and its goddesses. Let's get our winner for the best beach episode. The BBE is 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. Hey. Hey. Yay. 
Honestly, honestly, the Academy chose correct on this one. I firmly yeah. stand. This is go watch this one. It's so funny and fun. It's great. Also, uh, uh, Nano in it, uh, the robot one, va va voom. <laughs> um, so we also we shared our form with uh, or our, our survey with a couple other people, and definitely this was the strong winner, even amongst non plummeteers. So thank shout out to uh, I know TCB and maybe a couple other folks filled in there. Definitely uh, supporting us in our choice for best one. Love it. I imagine it's also the show that most people watched, to be fair. Yes. Yes. All right. Next category is also a big one. It's best harem. Woo! And the nominees are Farming Life in Another World, My Life as Inukai-san's Dog, I Got a Cheat Skill in Another World and Became Unrivaled in the Real World too. The Cafe Terrace and its Goddesses. Temporal, no one can live on loneliness. 100 Girlfriends. Girlfriend, Girlfriends, Season 2. And Classroom for Heroes. Ooh. My God, there's so many isekais. So, <laughs> there's so many. Well, okay, first off, why the heck is Get My Life as Inaki-san Dog? Like, that mm-hmm. was not a... He had a harem? I guess he did. He had three ladies. Yeah, he three like Even as a dog. Three. How many toes did he lick? Did anyone count? No, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> um, I mean, like some are, I, I personally think Classroom for the Heroes. Uh, no one watched this. No one cared as much as I did for the show. This show, I don't know. It just, it just brought like, it was a stellar example of one of these shows. Isekai, Harem. Uh, Damon Prince being reborn again, and he's like, "Nah, I'm taking the easy life this time around." Or was he the hero? I can't remember. Whatever. But he's got <laughs> it the doesn't full, matter. <laughs> he's got the full gambit. He's got the hot, hot redhead. He's got the lollies. He's got the robot girls. He's got the and the girl who is so deadpan. And Kudere could also be a robot, and they actually have an entire episode of him battling out to see who is the most robotic of the two of them. It's fantastic. It's such a goofy, fun time. Just a fun watch. I hope it gets another season. I know it won't. Whatever. But I thought, I think for sure this should be the winner of this category. Oh, my goodness. Um, Two shows stick out to me right here. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our buddy Zayla for Tempodu. No one can live on loneliness. Great comedy. Like, very fun comedy. A lot of slapstick. Fantastic. So that's a that that that's a big runner for me right there. And I also remember, did we all did we like farming life in another world? I feel like that was that's popular a, among us. That is yeah, a good. I actually been I've shared that with friends. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Because say say what you need to say. Oh yeah. I mean, we, we were very positive on farming life, but as a as a harem, I still think even though I think it's a. a uh, farming life is a better show. I, I still think uh, Cafeterias and its goddesses are the the strongest the strongest harem. Yeah. Oh, like, that's oh. I mean, so many great wa- waifus in that show too. I liked all the girls, and it was reasonably funny. <laughs> farming Farming Life in Another World is more uh, quantity over quality because yeah. he had like by the end he had eighteen hot elves who all needed. Uh, I, I have more, needed more a to say. Bit of baby batter, so. I What's have more to say about the girls in that show in another category. So, I, but but there were a lot of them, and there were so life. many. They uh, were the only all thing thirsty. I would, 
the farming life, the one that stuck out to me is that he does kind of get a wife in that show. So he does get laid. Let's talk about that get... later. Oh, I... let's talk about that later. All right, let's do yeah. the let's 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 <laughs> announce the the runners up. All right, uh, the runners up are uh, the Cafe Terrace and its goddesses and Tenpuru. No one can live on loneliness. And the winner is. 100 girlfriends who can Let's beat go. a harem of 100 girlfriends even though we only see four or five this, this season that one Every i mean robbery. final thought on that that one's just like i i've said this before on the show too i like a harem where it's oceans 11 and every gal has a specific like job and role in the harem so you got your science one your angry one the robot one but isn't that all harems? <laughs> Do they not all yeah, have their it does a very good job. It does a very good job of it. Like I think of Temporu and I think of Cafe, uh, the Karis, uh, the Cafe Terrace, and no one was talking about the girls like they were about the girls in One Hundred Girlfriends, right? And so I think that those are also good shows, the runner-ups that we talked about. But they did such a good job of building out strong female roles for this, and they're all like like it made it so that people actually wanted one or no like there was not a single girl that ever got left out of people saying oh i, I like this one or i like that yeah the things about the 100 girlfriend show because it's it's a parody it really exaggerates like all the archetypes right yeah that's why they're yes. probably so memorable but it's yes. so such a f- for the cafe terrace the, the the girls themselves are not as memorable like they are not not that different i guess um right right but I still I, I like them more. <laughs> That's a more serious like show, I would say too. Like I'm excited. I, you know, here's the thing: I'm excited for both when they come back. I'm gonna be watching both of them. So yeah. more girlfriend content to drive Gizmo crazy because everybody knows that Gizmo hates girlfriends now because he's, <laughs> he's been inundated with them and is is gone insane. The, the hundred girlfriends girls are all like they seem like gimmick characters to me. Yes, they don't yeah, seem yeah, like yeah, real yeah. people. No, 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 not not at all. And uh, but of course, it's got to win because he's actually dating all of them. So he is actually in a harem as opposed to being like, oh, all these girls like me, but I don't like any of them because I'm shy. I I just want to say I'm very upset. I realized I forgot to change the title in here because it was supposed to be the category name was supposed to be harems that make you want to. I love it. Should we keep it moving, boys? Yeah, we have enough hentai oh, list categories in the future. How did this get lined up, anyways? Something the, the king must have cheated or something. I this is know. perfect because you know what? It, it's guys. Let's take a step back on Anime Plummet. We're about two things: being being smutty and good moral fiber. Let's go. The category is most moral fiber. A lot of people might ask us, "What does that even mean, King?" And most moral fiber is all about good, positive attitude. I love positivity. I love friendship. I love love. You can quote me on that. I love love. So <clears throat> our nominations for most moral fiber. These are going to be character specific. So I'll say the character and then the show. We have Tayu Takada from My Clueless First Friend. Alan Crawford from I'm Giving the Disgraced Noble Lady I Rescued a Crash Course in Naughtiness. Jesus Christ, that's a title. Um, Thorfinn, Vinland Saga Season 2. Who the fuck put that in? Get, that's ridiculous. Yuya from I Got a Cheat Skill in Another World and Became Unrivaled in the Real World 2. <laughs> yeah, that title. <laughs> Vash the Stampede, Trigun Stampede, and 
rounding it out, Handyman Saito from Handyman Saito in Another World. This is literal. This category is literally to appease me and me alone because everybody knows I love good moral fiable characters. I love positivity in my MCs in a show. Um, what's going I, on with Thorfinn? How did Thorfinn get in? <laughs> what What do you mean? Did you Did you watch season two? Uh, I think I. You know what? I I watched about half of it, and I I want to finish the rest of it, but um. He, he doesn't has, scream positivity or more. Of course, he has no enemies, dude. <laughs> he That's... he seems more traumatized than like I want to be a good citizen and help he... people out. No, but he does. He does. You he should does. you okay. should finish season two. Then you would, okay? Maybe if I finished it, understand. I liked his. I liked you know what he he did. He took a step in the right direction by getting a best friend. And I like, and you know what? Moral Fiber is all about making friends and being a best friend. So I do like that part for him. Um, but tell me about Vash the Stampede. I did not even see Trigun. Somebody tell me about Vash. Vash, um, he is the epitome of good moral fiber. And he's plant-based, so he automatically is made of fibers. <laughs> so he's moral fiber squared. Yes, exactly. If you ate him, um, you would get your 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 daily he, dose of fiber. <laughs> he is one of the most deadliest men out there while still being a pacifist. Literally, he never shoots and kills anyone, even though he has a gun and he's like the best shot in the world with it. Um, he, hmm. He's bound and determined to help everyone in need. And he's kind of a, he's kind of a yutz on top of it and always looks on the positive outlook on life. Uh, if you made a twin brother, his twin brother is an evil maniac that wants to kill everyone. Uh, oh, he could use some and, good moral fiber, it sounds like. So, yeah, like all the moral fiber went to him. Like, you see, so uh, he's, got two, he's got two persons worth. Um, so, okay, that's I got you. like, he, he is a good boy. He's like a very good boy, you know. I like that. And, and for whatever reason, he uh, often is displayed as a bottom, which is kind of the position oh. of good moral fiber characters. I don't know why. I'm just saying. That seems All right. the way the porn points to. So That's a weird right. interpretation. But <laughs> I like using porn logic in the, our most moral fiber category. I love it. I know, right? Um one that one name that really sticks out to me too is I think this is the guy that created good moral fiber as a like as an idea on this show, which was Yuya. And I got a I got a cheat skill in another world. Does that sound right, Gizmo? That's that's why yeah. I suggested him. That, yeah. that was definitely the redeeming quality of the show for sure. Yes, I, I he is like just, when he's we, such a good boy. I feel like when we did the preview of this show, the thing that stood out the most was his moral fiber. When we were talking about like th this guy, this guy's a good guy. Yeah. yeah, he's just a good boy. Like he's he's he has like. He has a harem around him. He's like, oh, I can't be naughty with the girls because I'm such a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, Alan Crawford. I'm going to talk more about this maybe a little bit down the road too, but I, Alan Crawford, please treat me with naughtiness, which once again, it wasn't sexual ever. It was pampering yourself, self-care. I love that. And how can we not talk about Taiyu Takata from My Clueless Friend? Literally only knows positivity. He was so nice to the, the the gal in his class. And when people were trying to be mean to her, he like he didn't understand the concept of bullying. That's how moral and how much fiber he has in his diet. Just doesn't understand negativity. And so I innocent. From so what innocent. I've seen from the show, it's it uh, it fits. Definitely. 
Yes. All right. The runners up for most moral fiber is Thorfinn from Vinland Saga season two and Yuya. I got a cheat skill in another world. And let me open up the envelope. The winner for most moral fiber is Handyman Saito from Handyman Saito in another world. Woo! Um, this is another, this is a show. Okay. This is, this is a later category. I kind of want to be this guy because <laughs> he's good with his hands. Um, he That's goes, to, he's under, pre, he's underappreciated in his world in Japan. And it's isekai into like a fantasy world where it's like, oh my God, being a plumber, being a contractor is like the most valuable skill ever. And he just uses it to help people. And he doesn't even want things in exchange. And people have to be like, dude, you can't just fix people's problems for nothing. You have to like get something out of it. And that's like, he's such a good boy. Cause he's like, no, just helping people is righteous. So shout out to handyman Saito. This was a really fun show that, uh, I think he, he even gets he even gets the gal in the end, which is well. I mean, he's so good he gets the gal. What more do you want? I mean, I like the show, but I I, I think Saito's a bit of a generic good guy trope. I don't know. <laughs> Did you have one that if you say Thorfinn should have won this, get the fuck out of here, dude? <laughs> I I voted for Thorfinn. <laughs> oh, and that's all I got for moral fiber, folks. Check back in with us. Check back. Soften really struggles to be to stay positive. That's that's why I think he deserves it the most. I know you and you you love your struggles, <laughs> and I'm I want I want a natural just natural good boy. That's what I want a natural good boy. It, it's easy to be nice if you don't have to pay anything for it, you know. <laughs> oh brother. Okay, so I guess I'm moving on to the next category. I was hoping to find something really quick, but I cannot. So, oh, well, we're moving on here. Um, what where I'm doing, the category I'm doing is top teaser. So, on the top of this list, obviously, we have the infamous Nagatoro from Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, Second Attack. We also have Kubo from Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible. We have Shi uh, Miharu uh, Shina. From the angel next door spoils me rotten. And then we have Maya Ikusaba from my one hit kill sister. So that's a sister that keeps teasing her little brother. And then we have Shiori uh, Katase from my tiny senpai. And last but not least, we have Alice from the Duke of Death and his maid season two. So I will now open the floor to anyone that has anything they want to talk about. Of these Great list. Uh, Nagatoro, you know, Fleshfang, GG's. <laughs> and it's like, I'm out. Bye, guys. <laughs> Mic drop. I, I no, I mean, like, this whole list. Yeah, this whole list has really good um, people. But I think Nagatoro is one of those, like, the, the poster child of teasing. Yeah, for mm. sure. Mm. At least in the last few. Who was, who was the other girl? The, the, the five head meme? You know what Takagi I'm talking about from a few son. years ago? Yeah, took, that's the one I use as a picture in the, uh, when we were doing the thing. Yeah, like there's there's like a handful of characters that are just um, just known for the teases. Yeah, I think also Uzaki-chan was one. Uzaki-chan yeah, not last year, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uzaki-chan definitely is also in that, would be in that category if she had a season out this this last year. Um, the, Sorry, go ahead, King. 
Uh, I was just going to say this category was basically made with Nagatoro as like, that was my first example I came up with. Was I was like, oh, we should have a teasing category. And I'm like, Nagatoro is the first entry. So like <laughs> she is the, to me, she's like the mascot of this genre. However, um, Mike, you and I would be remiss if we did not just give a quick word on our gal, Alice from the Duke of Death uh, oh, yeah. season two. I mean, she like, her whole shtick, he, he cannot touch her or he'll kill her because that's his curse. Don't need to get into the whole thing. And her whole thing is like, ooh, why don't you like give me a little touch or a little smooch or like a little butt grab or something? You know what I mean? So that's like, she is constantly doing it and just flusters him like crazy. Oh, yeah. And, and well, it doesn't help the or it doesn't help the fact she is quite uh, bodacious. I don't know what mm-hmm. the term might be for that. But yeah, it's... Uh, She's she's stacked and she comes in close quite often, which makes our poor uh, poor uh, Kaisen very no- nervous. Oops, that's the wrong character name, but whatever. Um, the oh, tiny he, he, he kills people when he touches them or something, right? Yeah, he kills. Yes, whatever that's he his touches. curse. Yeah, yeah, and they gotta get. They're figuring out how to break the curse. Um, who else is on here? Uh, I gotta be honest, Mahiru Shina from Angel Next Door. Uh, that's probably like the lightest form of teasing that we have yeah, on this list. i don't even Very... remember th- how much what what did she do did she tease him yeah she would just give him a hard time about like you know um bettering himself apartments and stuff yeah. yeah yeah like teasing him about like that kind of stuff and and how to be a proper boy and everything like <laughs> and it's very sweet and cute. So that, that that's why I was I just she barely made it on this list, but we were just like, eh, throw it on there anyways. Yeah, and sure. she's more she's more aloof than she is like a like her first trait is not teasing. However, Kubo, um, which sadly this this show a lot of people lost because again, had a delay to a falling season before the episodes mm. got finished up. And so mm. not a lot of people finished it, but she is a, she is like Nagatoro, but a little more subtle, a little more gentle, but still just, oh, it's so good. She has such a smug smile to her, um, especially because the character in it specifically is typically would be invisible. But for whatever reason, she's the one that does see him and she likes to just rile him up and try to get him to become <laughs> the center of, tar- to, of, of attention so that he's not invisible. Anyways, very cute show. Yeah, that was oh, a cute show. Yeah. And then my one hit sick kill sister, uh, she wants to do naughty things with her brother. Uh, I was going to the... say, Mike, um, we she's she made it into the teaser category, but if we had a sexual assaulter category, <laughs> um, that would make more sense because there's teasing and then there's crossing an illegal line. And uh, that's what she's You're doing. In the fantasy her... world now. Like what, and, and she's also just super powerful. Listen, she could just take... Uh, she could throw him to the ground and take him at any moment, and she doesn't. So she obviously loves him. That's all I have to say on that. Uh, <laughs> Most moral fiber. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, anybody else got anything? No. Okay. All right. So uh, let us let us let's get into this. All right. So uh, that's that was the thing I was trying to upload the whole time. Anyways. The runners-up for the category top teaser, we had a little bit of a tie in here, so we got three. But we have Kubo, we have uh, Shiori Tatsi from uh, Katatsu from My Tiny Senpai, 
which we didn't mention at all. And then, of course, Alice. But the, the winner by a landslide is... Hold on a second, folks. I'm sorry. Something's gone terribly wrong. It is Nagatoro. I mean, what what do Makes you sense. what do you do against a legend? What do you do? I mean, yeah. Ed Ed said it. We didn't even need to talk that much. Ed was like, Flesh Fang, GG. <laughs> GG boys. <laughs> And also, that second season was actually really good, and she grew a lot uh, as a character, and their relationship is getting a lot better. So that's also fun to watch. All right. Sounds next good. I'll take the next one. The next one will be uh, what I like to affectionately call the triple dub, which is the winningest wonderful waifu. <laughs> For this category, our nominees are Shizuka from Zom 100. Akane Hoji from the Cafe Terrace and its Goddesses, Hori Kyoko from Hori Mia, uh, Tomo Aizawa from Tomo Chan is a Girl, Akane Kinoshita from My Love Story with Yamada Kun at level 999, Anna Yamada from The Dangers in My Heart, Ai Hoshino from Oshinoko, and Mitsumi Iwakura from Skip and Loafer. Man, what a list! So many Bundle good names list. on this. Um, yes. And probably missing, I, I, no doubt there are like a lot of uh, waifus that got left off of lists because there were so many we could list I mean, them all. I mean, that's a very personal choice, right? Yeah, the waifu. It is. It is I, I, I want to hear all your, your personal choices. For me, I think it was uh, Shizuka from Zom 100, even though, I, I mean, I because I think I... I love her design, and uh, I really liked her personality at first, even though she was, like, her personality got lost a little bit in the later half. I still think she was uh, best girl 2023. I love that. Um, I nominated Akane Hoji from the Cafe Terrace and its goddesses. Just to remind everybody, because there's a lot of gals on that show, this was the one that had the short blonde hair. She also was the one that played music. Mm -hmm. it was kind of the more serious quiet one she's the yeah. i think she's the first of the gals to make a move on the main character so she's up front you know she's direct which i love and uh the the music i mean also short hair send me to hell send take <laughs> lord take me now take me now um but just like I said, like like she's driven. She wants to be. Uh, she wants to get a record deal and everything for her music. Um, now, if we could just get it, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta fix the music. Whatever she's playing, eh, it's not that great. But we could not get her some. Yeah, we got we got to get some funky fish jams in there or something. So we're we're gonna get her on the funk for sure. But uh, that's that's my gal. I nominated uh, Hori from Hori Mia. Uh, she she's what I consider like. The, the the perfect uh like the perfect like girlfriend waifu material like template um so she hits all the markers and stuff i haven't Shout watched out Danny. Um, yeah. <laughs> i haven't Danny watched uh, missing missing pieces yeah what, what was the season called because i yeah uh, it, yeah missing pieces you got but it. i think if i had then maybe i would have agreed because i i really liked the first season and 
Hori's great. So yeah, it's not as much a romance. Like it literally is taking the parts of the manga that were cut out to kind of streamline the sort of romantic aspect of it. Um, There's like a certain watch order you could do where it's um, you could watch it chronologically in time as how it happened. So you could Mm -hmm. watch like the first episode, then the first episode of Missing Pieces, and then there's a certain watch order you could do. Yeah, someone someone's put that list together. Uh, but you still, you get, you just get little glimpses into, uh, Mia, uh, Miyamura's and Hori's relationship. It's just wonderful. But you also get to see the other character as well. Um, but she's actually probably my top pick, even though I ended up recommending a couple of other characters. Um, first off, Akane from my story with Yamada-kun at level 999, um, she is adorable. Uh, this yeah, is a really yeah. well-defined female character where she's not like the perfect main waifu. What's girl? that? What's that? The main girl? Yeah, that's the main girl. Okay. She's she's wonderfully kind of flawed. Like, uh, you know, just she's coming out of a relationship that's broken up, and she is a college girl that uh, rebounds with a high school boy. Problematic. Who cares? <laughs> Let's go. She's a you know the age gap's small. It's fine. It's okay. Um, they don't do anything, anyways. Like major, like that. So, but it, it's just she is. Uh, I I just love watching her bumble around and just try to get through this thing. And um, that was a really good story. I really enjoyed the character. Anna Yamana. I put in here from Dangerous for My Heart. Uh, this is so the reason I didn't end up. Uh, picking this character I guess maybe spoiling for my first anyways is because I realized that a lot of the growth that I've seen in the currently airing season has made me a lot more fond of her and so doesn't really Mm. count towards last year because last year we got the first season where we kind of see what Yamada presents herself as at school there are some glimpses into her background but we get more of that in the next season so uh, but very strong character. I Hoshino is more of a joke because the whole point is spoiler alert for Oshinoko, she dies in the first four episodes. <laughs> Yet she died. Saw how many people's favorite characters? Again, wow. I love seeing her impact lingers in this world. Yeah, sure. like like super to the point. Like it affects her children, and again, just a character that's so driven. That obviously makes mistakes, you know, and it's just, uh, you know, cut short. It's just, it's such a wonderfully tragic uh, story. But you, you could, you could actually consider some other girls from Oshinoku as best. I, I thought about it. Yeah, I mean, I thought about it because my personal favorite of the the four, I guess, vying in the middle is Kana. But I, I didn't actually. I just, I, I kind of put this in here just as a bit of a. As a joke, and then finally, uh, the girl from Skip and Loafer, uh, Mitsumi, uh, she's again just never bumbling, sort of wonderful, like try hard. Um, anyways, that's Ooh. it. I, you skipped over Tomo, and I just wanted to say, Oh I didn't man, put Tomo, Tomo on the list. So, or Tomo, I? I don't know, I don't remember. Tomo chan is a girl, though. Um, that's a th- this is an example for me of one season, I really enjoyed it, and we don't need any more. And I, I don't, and it's the way, it, I'm not going to spoil anything. The way it wrapped up, there doesn't need to be any more. It has a very satisfying ending. Um, 
and uh that's a fun beach episode one and i know gizmo just died a little in- inside but um <laughs> also tomo Ch- tomo's stacked so good for you tomo. I, the comes I, I don't mind she'll beat you she'll up punch too. The fu- yeah she'll punch the fuck out of you which is so, literally all the guys in our discord they love that shit so that there you go all the all the dudes in, in anime summit discord okay. there you go we're a bunch of perverts. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. All right. For this one, there was a, a huge tie for third. So I'm just going to go with the with the first runner up and then I'll give you guys the winner. The first runner up is Shizuka from ZOM 100. And the winner is Hori Kyoko from Hori Mia. Uh, yeah, basically, right. like, like no one could decide what the third best was. It was like it was basically all the girls, I think, or most of them. Anyway, so this is just... sad. I feel. Can I say? Th- yeah, let me just say, I feel sad about this because this show does th- this. Hori Mia does not represent Plummet at all. In my opinion, it doesn't <laughs> represent the Plummies. I've never seen this show at all, so that's why I'm come here, you little black. Crusty and uh, I'm sure Danny's rolling in her grave right now, even though she's alive. Oh, and uh, whoa. there's there's You've never just... seen Horimiya King. No, I didn't. No, I don't no. watch. I we watch so many bad shows. You guys don't leave me time for good shows. Oh, so I don't get quiet. to watch good what? shows. But, but you haven't seen the first season. That was before. No, the no, I didn't see it either. No. Um, so I'm a little disheartened because I see some good plummet material on here and basically my girl didn't win so that's why i'm the most sad guys <laughs> i was but trying this to... girl did win <laughs> do we not have a boo on here somewhere i guess not boo this man boo. Boo. we should have the boo this man yeah we'll get it loaded up mental note andy make a note we gotta put a boo oh wait 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 i i know we're so we're doing this alphabetical but like gizmo throw mike a bone on this next category Sure, Mike. Do you want to present the next category? Okay, <laughs> so we'll swap. You if get weirdest, uh, weirdest ever my order. category, then okay. Then it's, uh, it's I guess one. apparently, I was I was looking forward to watching Gizmo squirm on this one, but <laughs> whatever, I'll, I'll take it over. So we're going to go through uh, what we deem the loveliest lolly. That's right. We had a lot of young or young-looking ladies of the of the the year last year, and we're going to celebrate them now. Um, the lists here. We start off with Charlotte Zenfis, which is from "I Am the Strongest." Is a little blonde girl. She's very, uh, very uh, loves her her adopted older brother very much. Then we have Kukulain from classroom with the heroes this is of course once again another dragon that turns into a lolly girl this is a common theme we see in isekais then we have shiori katase from my tiny senpai this is the, that is a uh, get out of jail free card for my co-host uh anri has a worth which is from the legendary hero is dead Gizmo, you put this one up here. Do you want? To... Oh, okay, never mind. We'll talk about it in a second. Uh, then we have Mitama, the lolly girl, uh, lolly god, excuse me. And mm. then a series I watched: uh, Shella Tawarmi, Arisu, uh, Tachibani, and Momoka uh, Sukurai from Idol Master Cinderella Girls U149, uh, which stands for <laughs> under 149 centimeters. And then finally, Shizuka Yoshimoto from the 100 Girls Who Really, Really, Really Love You. Uh, that is our nominees. Do we want to talk about 
uh, any of these fine young ladies or not so young. I want to say this, this show, the idol master Cinderella girls, U one four nine. I have never heard of this show and it's mentioned twice in this list, which is amazing to me that this is a thing. Uh, I don't remember Mike talking about this in any of our seasonal reviews. I have no idea what season this is from. And my final thought on this list is you gross. Go listen to our uh, anime Christmas Grinch episode for more of my thoughts on the Lolly character. And the last thing I'll say is shout out Shiori Katase because uh, she's actually like 24. So there you go. This is you got your legal Lolly. Yeah, yeah you're legal. I, I I literally threw it out in there because I knew King was just a he, he's a wet blanket when it comes to this. So that's yeah. Uh, that, oh, that's oh. all you need to know. Other um, shout out: the legendary hero is dead. Uh, best OP of 2023, <laughs> hands down. Shinda slaps you. Please, somebody go spin that record. I think I don't remember. Somebody on the Discord loves this song with me, and we're both insane people. So Every that's time a great you mentioned show. that show, it's, it was a very good opening. It was very. It good. Was How is that great? How did that show not get on any of our other lists other than best, like, loveliest lolly? Like, where the heck was that show, huh? I, I mean, I guess it's a show that just fell apart after a couple of episodes. I was so oh. bored by the end. I don't know. It should have gotten edgy, too, because remember, he did. He liked putting pantyhose on, like, That's right. turnips. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shapely turnips. <laughs> Pretend they're, the, they're, like, thighs. Yeah. But this is yeah. not about um, that. Yeah, but uh, Henri Haysworth, uh, she's the, 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 the necromancer lolly. The, yeah, she's like a little uh, pill bug, basically. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't know. I, I think she, she was funny. She was definitely one of the funnier parts of the show. And she was, I like I like the design, the white white hair, red eyes, albino no, look. Yeah, it's a, definitely a good, strong contender. I appreciate you bringing it on. Ed, do you want to talk about uh, Mitama yeah. at all? Or? Yeah, I, I picked her just because... Um, if I remember correctly, she seemed like such a little shit. Um, cause she was like, <laughs> like, like half the time she well was just said. either leeching off of the MC or whatever. And just like, it, I, I just thought she was like a funny character to the, the way she, uh, treated the MC and put him in situations and whatnot. So she's um, definitely one that I am rooting for. Awesome. Um, I, we kind of already know about Charlotte and Koo. Um, I'm going to mention really quick. So yes, I watched the, I watched it because the problem was I watched it after the season had finished for that particular show, but the idol master Cinderella girls, you one, four, nine, I watched it as kind of like a joke at first, but it actually kind of grabs you in Arisa and Momoka. <laughs> like there are basically backstories of characters, which you're like, okay, how much backstory does a girl these, this age have? But anyways, both of them are really strong, and the episodes that revolve around them are really awesome episodes and stuff like that. But it is an idol show at the end of the day, so you know whether or not you like those things or not. Uh, really well done. Phenomenal animation, you know, great voice work, all that kind of jazz. So it's kind of funny the fact that, like, some people might get turned off, but the show is perfectly innocent. Like, there's nothing. It's just <laughs> a lot of a lot of creepy guys like to watch it for obvious reasons. So uh. anyways, uh me being one of them. Uh, the mm. last one we mentioned is uh, Suzaka Yoshimoto. This is our little bookworm from 100 Girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. Um, and I didn't put the redhead on here because she sometimes turns into, a, again, I don't know why I got this word stuck in, a bodacious woman. 
And so she kind of shifts back and forth. So this is our true dedicated lolly of the of the show. Uh, she's definitely small, uh, and which small. which gets played up a lot in that mm-hmm. show. It's very cute, uh, and she's the one that can't speak uh, or very rarely does. And so she, instead, she has the phone app that uh, what's his name developed for her, where she can quote a book verbally. Um, at basically a time which is an old historical book, so she sometimes sounds very funny. Interesting that no one, um, no one nominated uh, Nezuko from Demon Slayer. Uh, uh, well, oh. Honestly, I, I kind of forgot, but <laughs> I she, don't know. She yeah. also kind of, she kind of more grows. Yeah, she kind of changes. She grows. The, we hate that. <laughs> no, yes. I know it's got nothing to do. It's just the fact that, like, I didn't even like. I totally forgot. I, just, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's any, right." Any heavy shonen show where it's just like it's going on in the background, I'm not. It's not even crossing my radar at okay. this point. Doesn't make even though cut. I like Demon Slayer, but um. So let's. Uh, anyone else have anything to say before we wrap this up? She's because right. funny as hell, and I love her. She's so goddamn funny. Okay, so our runners-up are Shiori from My Tiny Senpai and Mitama, the the shit-kicker uh, lolly god from <laughs> uh, the Kamakatsu working for God in the Godless World. And our winner is... Oh, see, this is the problem when I'm doing it, is I keep moving this stupid thing. Um, the... It's Shizuka from A Hundred Girlfriends. We really, really love you. Let's go. You guys are all cowards. Those were coward picks. I purposely put those in there to prove that you're cowards. All right, let's move on. <laughs> she deserves uh, it, shout out. To, that's that's funny. So shout out. I, I made sure to forward this on to Wormy. And number one was Risu. And number two was um, uh, Momoka. So that that's that's the, the true lolly. Lollicon's picks right there. All right. There we go. Moving on. All right. I'll be taking the next one. I just realized um, I don't think we actually explained to anyone how we are picking our winners. And just to simply put it, it's ranked choice voting between the four of us. And that's how we decided it. So that's how we're getting our runners up, our uh, winners. And we all just brought nominations to the table or somebody filled out the chart for all of us kind of thing. So in case anyone was wondering about logistics, our next category is needs to bang immediately we're looking at um characters and couples in shows where we're like please will you just will you guys get to the point and bang already Uh, i'm sure you felt that frustration in watching any sort of rom-com show before and our nominees for 2023 are tony kawa over the moon for you season two saint cecilia and pastor lawrence with a special shout out to zayla and all of our catholic listeners we have a huge cat we have a huge Catholic following. I just found out through the analytics. It's wild. Vatican City, <laughs> number one listener. Shout out to you guys. Hiraku Machio from Farming Life in Another World, and Tenpuru. Um, I forget the rest of the title of the name, but it's something about lonely. You can't live a life loneliness. Okay, uh, let's open up the floor. I was just going to say the special one for me on here is Saint Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. Uh, this is a very innocent, cute little romance show uh, just about a really, really dense pastor named Lawrence um, 
and he kind of takes care of and helps one of the saints that is in the world that that's literally it's literally catholicism that's literally what it feels like the whole time so that's super funny me and zayla are probably the only people who watch this show on the entire discord and um it's just really cute and she loves him and and they're trying to get closer all the time and i'm like yo you guys just need to bang already so let's get to it. Uh, what what about you guys? Who who who's got something to say? I I am nominated Farming Life in Another World, just because his harem is so big. <laughs> like he has so many girls in his in his uh, little village, and he actually gets one of them pregnant. I mean, it's it's there, there's no there's no other possibility. Like the, he's the only viable uh, male person in the entire village. And one of the, the main girls gets pregnant and they, they still, they tiptoe around the issue so much well, and okay, they don't acknowledge don't. that he actually fucking the girls in the, the village. Yeah, because this is a wholesome so show. Silly. What do you want? Yeah, but this it's is so like, silly. Let's not like, talk about what's happening behind they, closed doors. But, and but also, this is the vampire girl who I just also realized can also turn herself into a lolly at times. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, uh... But but the, riding the, this podcast to a halt. <laughs> the the elf girls also are so lewd, and they talk about like oh how they want to procreate, and uh, you know, and it it it's implied so much in this show, but they never really acknowledge. Yeah, it, kind of. It's definitely, it's and so they even silly. have that BDSM room where they can chain them up just so they can you know, use them like a yeah. machine. Uh, anyway. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, dude, you're you're right. This show. This show, you know what it is? This show could have been one of the greatest harems of all time. Instead, they went the wholesome route, which is very strange. Don't worry, by season three, just baby bellies everywhere. Yeah, I mean, we we mentioned the manga um, because I looked it up, or the was it a webtoon? I don't I don't remember, but um, he gets a bunch of the girls pregnant, so it's not like oh (laughs) spoilers. But they they don't. (laughs) But also in the manga, they don't really show anything. But yeah, I don't know. I think I just think it's weird. If you have that stuff in there, then then make it an edgy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they could have done that. Okay, so before Ed puts his piece in uh, for Temporu, um, I want to mention Tony Kawa, which starts off with the characters getting married. They've now been married for two seasons. Mm. Let's go. Come on. So they set it up perfect for finally something to happen. And it doesn't happen. Now they just uh, need a bang. Uh, Not even in marriage. We yeah, like that's disappointing. We need a baby. Make the baby happen. Come on. Like who who cares that she's princess? Oh, spoiler. She's the We're having Mike, we're having moon. a population crisis. We need these people to bang immediately. We need Shine Abe or no, Shino, what's his name again? Shino Abe didn't die for so that we wouldn't have babies, you know. Come on, anyway, come on. Sorry, help us out. That's here. a bad joke. That's a really bad. Oh, no, <laughs> cut that <laughs> really bad. Cut, that cut, it, cut it all. You know, cut everything from from here before this. Cut it all out. <laughs> it's all it's all useless anyways. Uh, Ed, tell us about Tenpura a little bit because this is your nom for the category. Yeah, um, it's just super fun. I think half the fun about this and then putting it in the in the need to bang is just the the situations. It's the mental right because the mc's main goal isn't to is to not bang yeah but you know that's all he thinks about and that's like the situations he's left in and, and the no, shenanigans great... that they get up to in the temple so um, I, it, they, they just need a bang because 
they're, they're, my two favorites are the ones that are always in the main situation. So oh, definitely 100%. need to bank. Well, yeah, he needs to, because there's like a little bit of a, um, like sex is impure. I'm trying to reach enlightenment at this Buddhist temple with all of these bodacious babes, as Mike would say. Um, and it just leads <laughs> to so much silliness. Cause it's like, I think, I think Ed, they even kind of text, t- touch on it. Like, He's genetically horny because his dad was such a smooth talker. Yeah, his, his like, dad's no, been around the block. Exactly. And he's like, I want to get away from that. I want to be pure. I want to be enlightened like the Buddha. Uh, let me go to this temple. Shenanigans ensue. So and, I, and one of I the totally girls has the same you. issue, right? She also yeah. has like a super loot family and she wants to get away from all of it. And that's why she goes to the temple. So they Yeah, but, but what together. if they reach <laughs> enlightenment by banging? Hmm. Immediately, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buddhist way. <laughs> I love this. Okay, you got to test out all their options. No. Oh, this is a fun one because this is actually our first tie winner. Uh, so we have a winner, but uh, runner-up is Tony Kawa over the moon season two, and Woo! we have a tied winner for this. So this is fun. Uh, we have Hiraku Machio from Farming Life in Another World tied with Tenpuru. I love that. I love actually no, I hate this because everybody's thing won except mine. Mine didn't win anything. You guys are a bunch <laughs> of bastards. <laughs> Listen, they're Catholic. The whole point is they're not married, so they won't. Yeah, we be don't married. want to go to hell. The fact What's the pastor, that? I don't can he even can he even get married? I, in this world you're imagine the backlash from the Catholic community. Actually, I, it's actually it's kind of unexplained, but it, the whole town wants them to get together, and I think it's okay. For them to do this because they're not like specifically they're like finally Catholic. he won't be going after those little boy oh wait sorry oh boy here we go oh, all right geez. take it to the next one gizmo oh geez it's up for a little break oh <laughs> thank you time for a commercial oh shoot we got to get our commercials in here sponsors Gizmo, you're editing this, by the way. I hope you realize that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. You gotta, you gotta do a little commercial break now. Honey bear, honey bear comes and shares that you, you underwear. Honey bear. And we're back with our next category: weirdest reincarnation. We have as nominees uh, Aqua and Ruby from Oshinoko. Uh, <laughs> Poor Cheetah. What, what's happening, guys? <laughs> Mike, is, Mike is fucking snacking, dude. You can't have snacks on a podcast. Yeah. That, Sorry, that was really terrible of me. I, I kind of did that on purpose. So anyways, go on. Also, leave this in, too. That's good content. <laughs> oh, so All I right. can snack while I... Okay. Yeah, that's great content, Mike, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's the ASMR that people are looking for. So our weirdest reincarnations are Aqua and Ruby from Oshino Co. Uh, Pochita as, uh, from My Life as Inukai-san's Dog. Boxo, reborn as a vending machine. Now I wander the dungeon. Pig. Is that really his name? <laughs> Mr. Yes, Mr. Pig. Pig. That's Mr. Pig yeah. to you. Yes, Mr. <laughs> it's literally his name is Mr. Pig. We don't ever learn his real name as he's okay. Mr. Pig from Butareba, the story of a man who turned into a pig. <laughs> <Can't make it laughs> and uh, 
the Demon Lord Shota. We have two uh, shows where there's a Demon Lord reincarnated as a Shota uh, that are Dead Mount Deathplay and the Demon Sword Master of Excalibur Academy. So, Oshinoko had the main, mainly I'm talking about Aqua because he's like the doctor of the, the idol that he's a fan of and he reincarnates as her baby, which is kind well, of crazy. It's interesting because his his other patient, who was also a big fan of Ai Hoshina. Okay, yeah, re- sure. Yeah, like, and so the fact that the, both of these fans of this one idol become two super their, fans, yeah. Yeah. Become the uh, twins, hence the the great gift of the two babies sitting there rocking out uh, yeah. in their in their stroller. Then <laughs> obviously this fucking show. <laughs> obviously, Pochita is, is is a dog. Boxo is a vending machine, and Pig is a pig. It's, yeah, it's crazy how anime. It's it's interesting that um that that that. We we have main characters that are pigs and dogs and vending machines. Yes, it was an so, insane year for isekai just in general. Because I mean, like, we, I mean, we have a fucking vending machine next to the pig. My like, question God, is, where yeah. is this going, guys? So, is, so is get, Song get said, if, if the, the reincarnated sword doesn't win, she's gonna be pissed. So I say. <laughs> Reincarnated sword, second year in a row. Let's go! It comes in, displays <laughs> the winner with its mighty sword strike, and it just rocks out like it's like that uh, anime summit SmackDown where uh, Dio suddenly popped up and won the whole fucking contest. Oh. All of the blue. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. Um, sword, but but shout sword. out to Sam for saying sword. sword. Also, sword. Sam, where are you going with that shirt? Hey, where are you going <laughs> with that shirt? shirt? There we go. So that's a special Psalm uh, shout out. Guys, um, I don't know if you remember, the year started with uh, My Life as a Nukai San's Dog. I think that's a, that's like begins the year for us. That, is, this is one of the dumbest shows ever in history. And just like how uncomfortable and weird it got with the dog and very etchy. For people who don't know, like they tur- they make the dog. Uncomfortable, oh, oh. speak for yourself, King. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Pochita, who's a corgi, and I also have a Welsh corgi, so that was really cute and fun. I hope you don't do any inappropriate things if you're a Welsh corgi. Never. That's disgusting. With, I, with I hate your that. corgi like the lick, eh? Lick, 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 lick. Uh, a lot of feet licking that in that show. Um, I did not watch... Oh, no, I saw the first episode of Reborn as a vending machine, and I was just like, this is not for me. I, the, the humor didn't hit right with me. I just did... I didn't care. So I, I've got the, nothing the, great to say. It 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 kind of the uh, I enjoyed the light novel slightly more than the anime. Both of them mm-hmm. are pretty mid. Um, but yeah, you're there more just for the fact that you can so you can say it's like yeah, I watch reborn as vending machines, reincarnated snort sword, much better light novel and anime. So if you want, you're in anime. But I'm gonna point out this is the most outstanding thing is the fact that everything else is living while well, the vending machine is an inanimate object. So I'm just yeah, saying this is true. That is the weirdest. Also, I don't know why I make my hands like that. Actually, inspired me to do like uh, a Shark Tank sub- submission for the summit's uh, Isekai Shark Tank. I actually wanted to do this. Uh, I wanted to do um, the main character is uh, reincarnated as a toilet in another world, inspired by <laughs> Made in Abyss. <laughs> but then I, I forgot. Uh, 
But yeah, I, I, want, I just wonder where, where this is going. This, this trend of reincarnated as weird objects or animals or whatever. Oh, we're going to get more shows like this every year now. We're going to get more animals yeah, because that's so pop too. been popular. We're going to get more inanimate objects. Um, Shodas for sure. Although I got to say, I did not see Dead Mount Deathplay, but the Demon Sword Master of Excalibur Academy. Um, oh, I dropped that show. That yeah. just, it didn't feel like it was going anywhere. No, yeah, Mike, that, like, it yeah. had so much potential, and it didn't, like, it just left it all. Especially the Passione, I don't know, I guess, obviously, they had, like, their C tier on it, but, yeah, it just, it just didn't, like, ah. Anyway, the runners-up for Weirdest Reincarnation 2023 are Boxo from Reborn as a Vending Machine and Pig from Buta River. Go pick, pick, but our pick, winner pick. is Pochita from my life as Inukai San's dog. Who let the dog out? Guys, who let the dog out? Shout don't, out to I the dog know. pound. Yeah, but uh, what a crazy show! Crazy fucking show. Yeah, and this uh, is oh, an insane. I, I wonder if, if the, the anime industry sees weeps as dogs. Yeah, I could see because that. I, yeah, I don't know. I There's just, so many weird kinks in this category. <laughs> so I, I just want for sure. I just want to point out the fact that uh, that show actually has an OAV we have not watched. So we might have to have like a real time like reaction video of us watching oh. that OAV together. Oh. Insert here, uh, Al Pacino being like, "Just when I thought I was out, they <laughs> pull me back in." Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Next category, please. <laughs> now we need, we, we need to be able to hold more. We need a bigger soundboard. That's the other thing is we got to get like a you can you know, get like a, a full mixer proper soundboard. What's that? Like a full mixer or with yeah. a with the buttons. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we can we can have that. Uh, we can have Just that. pulled up and ready. Oh. Yep. Okay. Our next category is the least animation anime. Which you guessed it, it's the poorest animated anime. The yeah. worst of the worst. I wouldn't say I wouldn't call Ugly, these shows well, the worst of the worst, but they're a little rough to watch at times. Yeah, they I don't know if bad. the ugliest is necessarily the word, but it's just like where obviously the production fell apart. Like yep. the wheels fell off the bus, you know. And our nominees are I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world too. <laughs> I love Kamikatsu, working for we a should, next a year, guys. So, mental note: uh, uh, best longest name. Oh, oh I can't sure. believe we didn't come up with that category. <laughs> or worst longest. Well, but that—that's that, like that's like a fat like that's like an empirical like like literally we can answer that we question. We count the words. All, yeah, yeah, like yeah. We, we could the have the is, best show with the longest name, and we yeah, just most ridiculous like title or something. Most like ridiculous that. name. Yeah, planning yeah, on the yeah, podcast. Okay. Planning on the podcast. Take a shot. Go ahead. Okay, Ed. Kamikatsu working for a god in a godless world. Buddha, Buddha Reba, my story of a man who turned into a, a pig. Cheats, um, the ice blade sorcerer shall rule the world. <laughs> we should have deleted that one. Oh, whoops. <laughs> this is this is something I realized, guys. Like, this is you don't want your show to win 
because ah. I, I'm like, I don't want Buta Reba to win because that means it's the worst, actually. It's no, the worst looking, just, and I just... love... You're way too invested in this show. <laughs> I don't understand. You're more, but th- you're th- this more into the story life. than the animation. Yes, exactly. Um, Gosh, I mean, guys, this really is the best of the worst right here when it comes to how it looks. Um, th- and, and folks when we thought about these shows, we were thinking of like, if you're watching a show and the character turns around and there's no face on the character, it's just a shape of a head. That's how these kind of shows. And I'm thinking that, I mean, guys, I got a cheat skill in another world is it's memeable famous for how bad it was. Yeah. Mike actually took that from you. I would have suggested that too. Um, The scene where he's running up the stairs and literally it's just like chunk, like two frames like yes. knee, one knee up, other knee up, one knee up, other <laughs> knee up. And literally like there's another frame where like it's a guy who's walking and they just slide him across the screen. In that Instead episode. of walking like, and, and yeah. they just like he's a cutout picture. They just slide like they drag him across the background. Yeah. So it's so that's an and example of it. It also had that scene where there's something going on in the background and we just see this uh, field of green. Right. This like just a mm-hmm. landscape shot and there's like people talking in the background that just didn't animate anything they didn't even draw the the characters didn't even no worry it's about just a flaps. green field yeah they, that was crazy oh um, but guys kamikatsu working for a god in a godless world is this the tractor this yeah. is a tractor <laughs> scene that's why <laughs> i nominated it it's or like when they when they decide to like yeah we'll just do the next bit in like eight bit pixel art you know or whatever the case is like yeah like like so they use it so often they use it so that you know for a while like they're not using it like as a bit they're using it to cover themselves up like because it's like like obviously it's a lot easier for them to just do two animation pixel characters walking across the screen the the, the tractor scene got viral um and they they i think the the author the author of the source material said that it was on purpose but there's so much Bad shit going on in Kamikaze. Yeah, that's, that's also is rotoscoping is ro- would rotoscoping always fall in this category or can you do rotoscoping well? Like Ooh. I think of I think of Chica from uh, Kamiya-sama Love Is War. Kamiya-sama, um, yeah. or Kaguya-sama, sorry. Um, and that yeah, was got Kami on the brain. <laughs> yeah, that was rotoscoped, right? Like her dancing, her doing her little dance there. That was rotoscoped essentially. So you can do oh, it right, well. Right, right. If you yeah, want, but absolutely. It's, um, yeah. Also, Kamikatsu had like I remember one ugly ass creature that was also oh, barely animated and yeah, like, the monster that really... ran out. Yeah, yeah, that CG monster. Holy fuck! So, yeah. Ice Blade Sorcerer shall rule the world. Just ended up being. Uh, I just remember it distinctly as being really like just atrociously mid, in the sense that mm-hmm. a lot of isekais, a lot of the lesser isekais just end up being just like middling garbage when it comes to animation and production and backgrounds and stuff like that. But this one, especially there were times where it's like, yeah, going, Oh my gosh, like it barely looks like the character's supposed to look like. And, and like the spell effects are just like, like literally like a little diamond going across the screen, you know, like, yeah. it's just, it's just, Oh my God. Like, it's and, like, I mean, what for, for me, 
animation quality is not super important a lot of the times like with all the, the these mid shows that uh, just look super generic and uh, have sometimes scenes that are barely animated i kind of forget about it after like one or two episodes i'm yeah I'm, like, like I'm, Rita, I'm i'm able to enjoy despite mm-hmm. the fact that like it is having such issues with its animation right yeah and i think i think there's i think there is like a a a onus on the fact that you can still make a good anime that's not focused on being well yeah. animated. You know what I mean? Because maybe skills are in a different place or because the fact that the medium doesn't always have to be like that. I know there's some people disagree with it, that animation should always be first. I mean, well, but... it's, it's just good source material and just doesn't yeah. have the budget for good adaptation. That happens. I mean, Domest- yeah. Domestic Girlfriend, <laughs> one of my oh, favorite boy. shows, is also not, not very good looking. No, yeah. it's not. With uh, Buddha Reba too, I, I I put this on here just because this is the show that does a lot of still images of like, hey, we have to journey somewhere that's like two days travel. And instead of like animating that out, like we're walking here, we're walking there. It's literally just a picture of like, we're in the trees. Here's a picture of us in the mountains. Oh, we've made it to the town. And you're yeah. like, that was just three pictures of standstill. Nothing happened with some music in the background. There's a lot, but they use that a lot. Now saying that, I just want to say if we had a, if this was a legitimate award show, we'd have a best animation, the dance scene for the pig. <laughs> when he does the DDR pig dance. Absolutely. Okay. Just amazing. Stop. Just stop. Ama- I no. mean, dude. Yes. I just watched that recently. It is, it, it is no. It is good. That should win. That should win. Like if they have an Oscar or something, they should get that for no. dancing pig category. Absolutely. I love it. Um, that's all I got though. Your mind has, has conflated that thing to something unattainable now. <laughs> all right. Who are the winners? And I think we said all we're going to say about these. <laughs> Ed, you're muted. You're, you're muted. My bad. And for our runners up, we have Kamikatsu and Buta Reba. And your undisputed winner for the least animated anime is I got a cheese kill in another world and became unrivaled in the rival world too. In the real world too. Yeah. Well deserved, dude. Yeah, Man, absolutely. did this show look so bad. And this transitions on as perfectly into the next category because <laughs> uh, this should have been a hentai is our next category. And, and oh, I first... was trying to time it, so I said it over <laughs> your hentai. Do you want me to cut it in so it sounds like... Okay, you say, it say one more time. <laughs> okay. This should have been a... Hentai. Guys. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, my... This is why we make the big bucks, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, our first nomination is I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world, too. Uh, then we have my one-hit kill sister, Tenpuru, and farming in another world. Which of these should have been a hentai? I mean, clearly all of them. But for my uh, nomination, I nominated uh, cheat skill in another world. Because it basically, it looks like a hentai. And most of the plot is actually hentai plot. Because it's just scenes of our main dudes, like, saving the girls, being super cool and heroic, and all of the girls getting horny for him, kind of. So I feel oh. like this is this is 
Already. So my question, my only question to you about this gizmo is, do you find eyes that are really far apart on the head attractive? Because <laughs> this is the show for you. Because this is the show for you where the yes. eyes are practically like leaving the sides of the... <laughs> really? I, don't, I, don't. I think oh, the, in, in my right. head, the, the, the character designs were actually pretty cool. Like I, everyone was super hot in that show. Yeah, I, the, I, the problem is, is that they don't, like again, this is the production fault because it's not keeping on uh, character, and mm. so what's happening is sometimes the eyes are getting too far apart. Like I, I also like the design. Yeah, maybe that happens. The, some of the character design stuff, but they don't keep on model. Um, and that's yeah. But yes, absolutely. Like this, and and like this is definitely the basic. Uh, hit. Well, do you know what does? You know what doesn't help in this show too? Why everybody wants to bang him is because he he becomes literally the hottest boy in Japan. Yeah, like he he starts out as they're they're like, "Ew, you're ugly and a slob and gross," and then he has the biggest glow up in anime history, and he's just literally he becomes like I think he works for a day for a fashion magazine, and they're like, "You are the most handsome boy in all of Japan, therefore the world." So yeah, I mean he's he's killing it. Everybody loves him. Real world in the fantasy world. Um, God, I hope we get more of this. Shit. And I, I just want to, I just want to reiterate. They don't even have to rewrite the plot. The plot is already there. He just has to fuck the girls at the end of each episode, and then we have a, we have a basic and, hentai. And honestly, most hentai companies would have done equally. Uh, yeah, a good, as good animation. Job. Yeah, <laughs> like and so, like honestly, why not just hire one of them? Go ahead. Just take care of it. Um, my nominee was my one hit kill sister, uh, bringing uh, it back to inappropriate. It's I, all, I appreciate. I like the the incest tag, and so I appreciate that King brought this onto the list. I'm really well because it's so inappropriate already. You don't have to do anything about it. Um, there's multiple gals in it, but his sister like just pines for him in such an unnatural, creepy way that Listen. it's 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 he just need you know what he needs. He just needs a little bit more of positive attitude in this scenario. He needs some moral fiber, guys. We've, That's what we've I'm all watched about. those videos. We've all watched those videos. <laughs> oh, stepsister. You know, anyway. Except they're, I, and I, you know, they never actually reveal. I, I think they are blood related in the show. I, I can't remember. But right. um, but they, I don't think it's confirmed or not. I'm glad she we're not getting so, another like, one of these. They do not look like each other at all. Like the, So who knows? Like, I, I have no doubt the whole point is they do boink and it comes out the fact that like oh no don't worry i'm actually your stepsister and it's like yeah. i feel like yeah if there's a light novel to this i'm never going to read it but i'm sure i, I bet that's that's what happened so that's why that's, i picked that's that why one. we I she's can't already wait for us it's a classic cup out <laughs> for us to do our ormo uh reviews that'll be great when that time comes around um Oof, can't wait I see a vacation for myself coming up. <laughs> no, we're waiting for you, King. We need you for that. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Giz. Anything else? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, it's my turn. Um, the runner-ups are... Are these really the runner-ups and the winners? Okay, I guess every, yeah, everyone just won. The way it, this one was the one where it just fell perfectly, where people either pick one or the other, and it just our scores okay, yeah. all lined up. Alright, so the runner-ups are Cheats Grill in Another World and One Hit Kill Sister, and the winners are Tempuru and Farming in Another World. Yay! I didn't have this the just, freaking yeah. thing ready to queued up to, to This do. is funny. This is just everybody uh, wins, and we can all feel good and pat ourselves on the back. 
<laughs> I just noticed these are the same winners as our needs to bank category, which <laughs> I, I guess oh, kind I of overlaps. <laughs> we have the same track mind. Yeah. Nowhere. Yeah. Oh, you know, stuff. Okay, sweet. Well, oh, of course I get to do this one because I have dethroned Gizmo as the king of girlfriends. That's right. We're doing the greatest girlfriend show of 2023. King uh, Gizmo uh, was a reluctant king, though. So that's that's anyway. Yeah, that's I was sleeping. He's been. He was. He's slagging off. He's not watching enough girlfriend content. Of course, I'm referring to our mega girlfriend series that we did uh, last year that we kind of ended with it. We reviewed four different girlfriend shows and then had a girlfriend smackdown to see who was the best anime girlfriend. We had Nick join us on that. Go listen to that. That's a great classic episode for us. All right. The nominations for greatest girlfriend show. Tomo-chan is a girl. Obviously it's Tomo-chan. Uh, my love story with Yamada-kun at level 999. The 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 3. That's a throwback. Insomniacs After School. And Horimiya, The Missing Pieces. Great. Gr I mean, just across the board. Some great girlfriend content here, guys. Just a, gr a great year for girlfriends everywhere, I would say. Um, obviously, the one that's been the heavy hitter for, for this whole comp this whole award show is 100 Girlfriends. So we'll see how they do here uh, in a little bit. Um, we haven't talked about Rent a Girlfriend season three this whole time. This is the only show. I think this is the only time it's been nominated so far. And also, Insomniacs. I think it's good. Maybe Giz, put your two cents in on because I also thought that was a really good show. Yeah, I mean, Rent a Girlfriend. We t we've talked so much about this show. I don't think we need to go super deep into it. Also, we had a special episode with Danny about season three. Uh, oh yeah, we I mean, a spotlight of this whole season with her. That was a lot of fun. Anytime we do Rent a Girlfriend, we're always bringing Danny back because she's a lot of fun to to yeah. record with this stuff with. And I mean, everyone knows I love this show. Uh, so it's a great girlfriend show. Um, yeah, but I can talk about in some weeks after school. It's actually it's an interesting one because it's very slice of life-ish and um, that's not usually my genre but I really like the vibe of this show and um, I like the romance I think the, the two main characters have great chemistry and that's why I nominated it hell yeah um, we've talked a lot about all the other shows on here so if it's okay with you guys I'll just go ahead and read the uh, yep. runners up real quick the runners up for Greatest Girlfriend Show 2023 are Toma Chan is Girl and Rent a Girl Season 3. And of course, the winner of this round. It's so easy. Here's the it's a number, guys. It's a numbers game. It's all it's <laughs> always quantity over quality. The 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. Yay. Yay. Oh shit. I think we were all just I, waiting I, for I the so claps. I, I, I suddenly got checked out there. Oh, bad. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. No, I mean, obviously, it's going to be that one. It's 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 so popular They're I think they're already make, they're getting ready for another season of it. They're on like 20 something girlfriends in the manga. It's it's not serious. We've already talked about all the fun stuff in it. So let's keep it moving, boys. All right. Oh, yes. Mike. Sorry, I was looking at all the, the, the dissonance that's going on in the background. 
All right, let's move on to international travel with isekai. So this is basically a category we invented where we say, which isekai would we want to go to? Uh, we have four nominations for this 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 uh, category. Farming life in another world. Uh, so he has a farm up in the, some big northern forest. Uh, Handyman Saito in another world. Chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King's army. And then finally, Mushoko Tensei. Uh, so take it away, folks who put their uh, suggestions. As I put farming in another world. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious he has a massive hair come come to him. He doesn't have to go out and collect it. It comes to him. Uh, he does have to tame the wilderness. <laughs> but who doesn't want to tame the wilderness? Anyways, moving on. Talk to that. us, folks, uh, especially uh, King at some point about chilling in his 30s because he wrote a Yeah, story. let me talk about um, So Gizmo stole mine when he nominated Handyman Saito in another world, because that's the isekai I wanted to pick. And I, so I was like, what's another show I liked? And I just found chilling in my thirties. It ha it actually has the isekai tag, but it's not, it's, I don't think it's technically what we would consider an isekai, but I want to argue around that a little bit, just in that um, this is a story about a guy, he works for the demon army and he gets kicked out and is kind of transplanted into another part of the world he lives in. So he does go somewhere different. It's just a different part of his world. And it's the good guy side. Um, this show to me, though, just like I wanted to put it on here because like in this show, he gets kicked out of the demon army. He goes to this town, falls in love with this girl in this town and ends up becoming he, he gets married, has a baby with a girl. He becomes the mayor of the town. He becomes the hero of the town. And I'm kind of just like, yeah, that sounds great to me. I would love, I, there's nothing more I'd love than to be like the mayor of a super tiny village and just be fucking cool as shit and, and being a great diplomat. Um, this, this guy should have definitely been on our good moral fiber. He was, he, this guy, I can't remember the main character's name, but he was just a good boy. Uh, so that's why I just want to live in this world. This is me saying I am now running for Tiny Village. Please vote King for Mayor of Tiny Village. Mike Uba. actually stole my suggestion because I wanted to nominate <laughs> Farming Life in Another World. I think Farming Life in Another World is clearly the winner. Like, who wouldn't want to live in that village and just, you know, get your farming life on without actually doing any work because he has this OP tool that does all the farming for him. Uh, but I want to talk to add about his suggestion because Mushoku Tensei, really? Is, is that that, scares, that super world terrible? scares me, honestly. Like, is, is there not war and, and terrible and slavery? And it, it mainly feeds into my like exploration because if you think about that world, I think it's a very well-built world where you have like the demon yes. continent. There's there's so many different aspects to that world that being in there is like always something new going on or to learn about. Mm -hmm. so that's why i would pick something like that it's it's not just a living in a farm every single day it's like oh shit this could be happening i could learn this this you know the yeah. the expanse of the world is okay. what really turned me on into it i i understand that yeah the world looks looks really cool and beautiful and yeah like it's so vast yet lots of unique, unique. places yeah yeah i can't get it yes what I thought too. I don't know why I just tapped that. I was get, I was trying to get it up and I accidentally hit it. So anyway, now you're a little uh, too early for it. Last time you was too late. Yeah, and now he's like... Mike, 
You got to pay attention. Falling, as I say <laughs> all the time, wheels are falling out the bus. Always make sure you retorque your wheels after you swap them and make sure you rotate them regularly. Anyways, that's my safety tip of the day. So just announcing our runners up is chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King's army. Uh, big boobas for life. And our winners is a tie, actually. Is Handyman Saito in another world and Farming in another world. Let's go. I love that. I love that Handyman Saito is clean, is doing pretty well. It's got like two wins, I think, so far. Yeah, it's not bad. Not so bad. that's exciting to see. Yeah, very, very plummetrol. Uh, farming, uh, farming Life, I think it's got a couple awards, too. Uh, so... Or at least it, it was runner-up, if not winner. Um, next up is... I'm going to pass it off to Ed. Ed, uh, Man, you're going for a mood right now. Right now, I can only see your head. Nothing else. Everything else is dark. That's crazy. It's no, like no, no, a floating like head. Oh, you didn't have to. It's fine. It's okay. It's Anyways, <laughs> there's a reason why my room is so dark. Because our next category is the most excitingest edgy oh yes just oh. in case mama opens the door another big one our nominees are temporu no one can live on in on loneliness omimai the cafe terrace and the, its goddesses 100 girlfriends who really 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 love you <laughs> my life as inukai's son's dog the legendary hero is dead and level one demon lord and the one room hero who put that Oh, on? I'm glad I'm glad the legendary hero is dead made it into this category because it totally <laughs> deserves to be in here. That's awesome. But the level one demon lord and one room hero? Was there a lot of edgy in that? I don't even remember. It was pretty edgy. I don't know. Yeah. It was oh, pretty no, no. Etchy. I loved this show. And it and I was gonna <laughs> okay. say it was pretty etchy at times. Like it like okay. I mean not like directly, but like there was a the, outfit, girl, the, the, right? the, the the demon lord's assistant, uh, mm. she's always coming to like how often she was caught running around naked or like just in like lousy outfits or like sticking her butt up in people's faces. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When the I demon Lord that. himself turned into the high schooler with the mm -hmm, fucking, mm -hmm. with the uniform that barely covers themselves and just like a lot of other things, there was the whole, like that hot spring scene, like uh, episode that's in it and stuff like that. Like there was a lot of like kind of etchy stuff. Huh? I was shocked that, King didn't put it on there, so I slapped it on there just for kicks. Thank people. God you did, because I also remember. Uh, shout out Level One Demon Lord, because uh, the whole time they're like, "Isn't the Demon Lord a dude?" And they're like, "Nah, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about that, homie." <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's a very, yeah, it's a very gender fluid sort of take. Yes, on the thing. exactly. Yeah, it was, was kind of nice. Um, what the hell is Onimai? Oh, you don't want to know, King. <laughs> oh, I don't. Oh. You know what? I take back that question. Oh. I don't want to know. Shout I don't want to know. Shout out to Wormy. Uh, this is this. You know what? It's a show that's premise is built on feeling kind of filthy, but actually ends up being very wholesome in the end. Uh, but we get a lot of fun etchy along the way. So Onimai, the whole story is, is you have an 18 year old boy who is essentially his life is basically going nowhere. His younger sister is sort of like the brilliant one in the family, gets all the accolades. Uh, she's going to she's actually just slightly younger than him and she's already going to university working on things like that. And she decides to use her older brother as an experiment to try to help him. So I think like, if you remember the show, like real life, was it called real life or something like that? 
where you go back like, in it, time or they get yeah. younger kind of and redo yeah. their high school it is the etchy version of this so essentially he she feeds him a potion one of his drinks that essentially makes him younger but she also changes his gender for the opportunity to oh, kind of gain okay. a better yeah, perspective yeah, yeah. And so it's a gender bending, but it becomes, he goes from being an 18 year old to being like a 12 year old girl, basically. Right. And still though, with the mind of this 18 year old boy, that's incredibly horny and stuff like that. And so it's just a lot of fun because of the fact that like you, you get this character that's played up as being like this, basically like uh sort of lolly esque character, I guess. And a lot of like kind of crazy things. And it, it, it just, uh, it does a really good job. It's really funny at looking different things of life. Like it actually has a really good episode about talking about like periods and like dealing with women's like, you know, stuff like that. And it's just because the whole thing is, this is all new to him. And so it's learning it. So yes, on the surface, it gives a very etchy look and a lot of the etchy is like super well done, but it deep down, it's actually doing a really good job of describing uh, like basically like what it's like the life of, a woman and trying to teach this man what it's like to be a woman. So it's not just a matter of him looking at like 2d waifus and all this kind of jazz. It, it does. It, it's a good looking show. It's the same studio that made Mushoku Tensei. Yeah. Like it's but also super well. Animated. It made me so uncomfortable watching the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> really? You didn't watch any? Oh, it's so good. I did drop. It's so good. This it's actually, might be a retro review. With, yeah. Like it, it is. Together with what's uh, uh, or, or so, not. Um, some of it makes you uncomfortable in a bad way. Yeah. Like some of it's like, but some of it makes you uncomfortable, like in a good way. Like it makes you kind of think like, oh, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so mm. it's. <laughs> Anyways, that's the reason I put it on there. It's actually one of my favorite shows of the season. It just doesn't get a lot of slots in what we're talking about, other than the fact that it's being a really good etchy. <sighs> I want to say this year was not the strongest etchy year. Like we don't would, have a, a dress up darling or something. That's like I would say you just etchy. you didn't like a hundred girlfriends. That's the problem because that Maybe. thing <laughs> is so funny and very edgy at times. As as Mike, who was a connoisseur of it, and I think Ed was too. There's plenty of great funny little gas. But that's the thing; it's a comedy. So maybe yeah. if you're looking for something a little more spicy and serious, that's not spicy. the show for you. Uh, the the yeah, like like, and it's not even that super etchy. Like, and that's why I didn't pick it as I think my number one for this uh, this season. Like it it in some ways is a lot more wholesome. But at the my favorite bit being the whole thing of when uh, what's her name, Big Thighs. Oh, anyways, he her name. Yeah, she she imagines what boys want. And all of a sudden, like, it's like her butt ju- blows up and her boobs blow up and that whole bit. <laughs> and you just know the animators just went fucking crazy cranking that out because it's like the best thing. <laughs> Literally thousands of dollars of animation poured into a few <laughs> seconds. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's just incredible. But yeah, overall, the the, the whole thing is not actually that. Uh, there's some sp- spots. They Also, when they're climbing on the ceiling, that one boy boy. Anyways, uh, but yeah, like, it's not it's not through the whole thing. Like actually it's again, kind of wholesome in some ways. Um, All etchy is wholesome. That's the truth. guys. <laughs> really? Would the next one go under that category? Oh. King, talk to me about the next one. That's right but below my, 100 girlfriends. Yeah. It's, we come back to my life as a new Kaisan's <laughs> dog. I, there's, there's plenty of material 
of me being recorded saying that I am traumatized by this show. Okay, and I good. will reiterate, it is just a bananas. I I don't know who, I don't, I don't know who wrote this, but good God, man, seek help, seek some help. <laughs> it's just a dog and feet the whole time. I think you can put the, the, everything together and he's getting into it's just guys you can't train your dog this way you can't, you can't have a dog that's sniffing everyone's crotch it's but just what, what is more disturbing that someone wrote this or that there's apparently an, an audience that gets an adaptation that's yeah i don't know i i and it got the extra ova i there's i don't know if this will get a second season i don't think it did well enough to warrant one but it is a high dive show and as you guys know, high dive is always like they get they you know they're not getting the crunchy roll heavy hitters of the season. They're getting like some lower brow stuff. So maybe they'll pick it up just for that reason. Still, I there are still great shows on high dive. I don't want to say that, but like they're not getting the best. <laughs> high dive is not sending their best. Let's just say. That. <laughs> All right, Guess All right. And our runners up are the cafe terrorists and. It's goddesses, Great 100 show. girlfriends, and my life as Inukai's dog. God making damn it. Our winner, Tenpuru. Tenpuru. Let's go. This was a, this is a me and Ed show. Um, this is just, oh, you know, a big theme on this show is definitely bondage. Like, I feel like they're always tying up the main guy for some reason. Oh, and yeah. the gals are always trying to get him into sticky situations in different ways. Uh, but remember, guys, on the on the path to enlightenment, you just got to get rid of those bad thoughts. Except he's genetically unable to, which I think is a great part of the show. It's just genetically he needs to fuck. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, Gizmo, hit us with our next one. Okay, so next up we have a... Individual character uh, category, um, which is most, I would say, most disappointing show. I mean, you could talk about the worst show. Um, I would suggest disappointing because um, the worst show is probably a show that you dropped after episode one. That's at least that would <laughs> would be the worst show for me. <laughs> so, my most disappointing show. Um, I I had I had two. Um, possible shows here um the first one it's interesting because they, they are both they, they were both super disappointing but for different reasons i have kind of the great snow sea because i actually had high hopes for the show um it's a show that's um it's an it's an original anime and it was created by the same guy who wrote uh, knights of sidonia and blame and apothems and like a lot of cool stuff and he's always great at writing big worlds and and interesting worlds and interesting ideas he's just struggles with characters and plot <laughs> and kind of the great snow sea had a interesting start and just fell apart and was just by the end of it i, I didn't care at all about anything that was going on so that was that's why it was super disappointing. And the other one is the Dreaming Boys a Realist. And that show started out I, I didn't know anything about this show, but it started out really interesting. It was a super cool premise. And again, it it, it 
it's so hard to put into words what happened to this show because it, I, it feels I feel like... Me- like it meanders after like it gets a salient point and then suddenly just meanders off where he's it, like it feels oh, like the author forgot what the original plot was yeah like... <laughs> he, he, he started a plot about this guy who gets uh, who, who confesses to his crush over and over again and she rejects him and rejects him and at some point he's like okay I guess she doesn't want to be with me and so he he it, it's not like it's not like he, he the the realization was weird because it was the whole thing was is that he almost gets hit by a soccer ball which I don't know why that's the life changing moment but it's like all of a sudden something just clicked in his head and he just goes something you know triggers yeah. yeah I'm not gonna do it anymore and he kind of whatever he goes off to do and that weirds her out like that's like oh he's not following me anywhere but you know what I mean. And from the get go, and you realize right away that like she obviously didn't actually mind it that much. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then I I was hoping for for uh, for a cute romance about um her realizing that she actually likes him and that that she misses him and all that interaction. But then it goes off into like I don't know wanna be uh monogatory slash yeah, where he's suddenly uh, helping all these other girls out and stuff like that who are yeah. then falling for him. But you know what? Like Let's it things does... of Funny Girl Senpai. These kind of stories where, where, where he meets like different girls every three episodes and solves their problems. And it's it, it was so weird. I, I need to meet this guy to solve my problems, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, I remember that, that. I remember all of us like pretty much really liking the beginning of that show because it was so different than what we've seen in the past. But yeah, I don't feel as strongly about that show as you do, Gizmo, but I definitely get the why it's a letdown because we liked it so much at the beginning and then it kind of, yeah. like Mike said, it just meandered. Um, I got to give my uh, most, dis- I got two shows on here just like Gizmo. Uh, I'll start real quick. The Girl I Forgot, the, the Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses. Just real quick on this. It's just, it. Uh, you want to talk about meandering. It's just, oh my god, the whole, every episode, she's just like, oops, I forgot my glasses, and now I have to buddy up with this kid who doesn't make any moves or doesn't do anything. Um, friend of the sh- <laughs> fr- friend of a friend in the Discord, Zayla, really tried to convince me to get into this show, and it's not good, dude. I'm sorry. This is a bad show. You like a bad show. This is, I'm not trying to personally attack you, but I am anyway. <laughs> he knows how I feel about it. I... I and I, and I, you know what I did? I was like, let me go watch the end episode to see, like, maybe I should backtrack. Nope, it's still bullshit. The end, even the ending's dumb. It just doesn't go anywhere. It's so boring. Bitch, get some Lasix. That's what I say to you. Just get some goddamn Lasix surgery. Uh, but the number, my real, real number one disappointing show, and and it's not even disappointing. It's actually the worst show. It's uncontested. Whatever you guys think is wrong, this is actually it. It's liar, liar. Oh, my God. This is very bad anime. This is one of those. Um, it's not a death game, but it feels kind of like that. It's it's high school kids. Uh, instead of going to school to learn to read and write and arithmetic, they're like you challenge kids to different games and you become the top gamer at the school. Anything anything goes when it comes to games. We are like, OK, that could be interesting, I guess. Here's the thing. There's no like rules don't matter. So they would do these things where. They're like, hey, Gizmo, I challenge you to a game of checkers. And you're like, okay, I understand checkers. Seems pretty straightforward. Except they would do these ass polls where they're like, oh, except Gizmo, I have this special secret card that you didn't know about that instead of playing checkers, it's called you're an ass. 
And guess what? You lose because you're an ass and I win. And Gizmo, you thought we were playing checkers, but we weren't because you suck and you're an ass. So I win ah, and Gizmo, I take all your stuff. You're an ass. See, That's exactly. It. Yeah. No, except it's not because I have a secret Trump card. So suck it, loser. You're an ass. So that's the problem with that show. I hated it. Um, I watched the last episode too, and they kept doing the same shit. I hope this. I hope this gets buried in history, and we never see it, and we never talk about it again. And I, I and liar, liar, just get out of my life. Just get out of here, liar. Gone. Get hands on fire. There we go. Ed, what's your most disappointing show? Uh. Liar, liar, for sure. <laughs> but I also wanted to nominate something else. <laughs> for those of you who aren't watching the, the video, King almost spit his drink out. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk a little bit about A Returner's Magic Should Be Special. Um, it's based off a manhwa, or like it's similar to a webtoon with the long colored strips. Um, I just feel like it could have been done better. Am- animation of it was kind of poopy at times. Um, the only thing that they got kind of right on the show was the pacing of it. But other than that, I, it was just overall kind of disappointing. Uh, I'm th- pretty sure they already announced a season two, so hopefully it can get picked up. And oh boy. It can be done a little better, but we'll see. And you're a fan of the source material, right? Yeah. Yeah, so My, that's the uh, issue. Uh, that probably was what added to the disappointment of it. Yeah, I, I imagine. And finally, uh, Reign of the Seven Cells Spellblades for me. Uh, this show started really strong. Like, I felt like, oh, good, this is going to be like an... It's not an isekai, but it's a light novel fantasy. Harry Potter mm. spinoff, whatever. Or oh, like, yeah. cop-out. But it was doing such a good job at first. Like, I felt like, oh, this is actually going to be interesting. Has an interesting revenge arc in the whole thing about it. Like, uh, I think one of the best parts of it is when... The guy's like almost basically sacrificing himself to kill one of the people. The whole the whole point is he's trying to kill these seven spell blades because they basically uh, like stabbed his mother in the back, and you know. Uh, but it just gets stuck in these weird little situations, kind of like the um, the Dreaming Boys, a realist, where it's just it ends up meandering, like in this weird little thing about you know uh, freeing cave trolls and. Uh, finding succubuses living in the labyrinth and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, which I don't think are necessarily bad things in themselves, but it just, it didn't, like, it didn't keep that kind of vibe going, like that, the strength of, uh, that it started off with. Anyway, shout out, shout out Peter. He had me confused. Yes, Peter, our gender swapping, uh, lovely person. Love Peter. All right, now let's get to our favorite shows of the year. Hold on, hold um, on. We never announced the uh, the the winners and losers. I mean, that's why we decided not to vote here. I mean, we did vote. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I see. I see what you're saying. I see. I see. I guys, I already told you it was liar, liar. Like, yeah, liar, yeah, liar, 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 it is. The one by vote, liar, like yes, Gizmo didn't want to do the vote to this, but we voted anyways, and liar, yeah, liar won. Well, that's actually perfect. Gizmo didn't want to do something because he thought he was playing by different roles. But guess what? Trump card. You're still an ass. <laughs> <laughs> liar, liar gets you again. Uh, no, liar, liar, liar got you again, bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but should should we do um? You want to do best shows of the year? This one is actually not 
there's no winner. This is just our personal opinion. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about, so let's, how about we do it? We'll do it summit style. Let's continue to do our, uh, our, our, our alphabetic order. Ed, what is your, like, what would you give, give one of your, you can either give your third or what, just whatever one of your, uh, uh, the, these are just personal favorites, so I'm going to go with Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2, the whole Shibuya arc. Um, super good. A lot of people didn't like it, but I, as you can see from my tops. I accidentally hit the infinity symbol at the top, so I had to stop before clapping <laughs> okay. for For my favorites, you'll see it's just a mainly shonen. It's what I really enjoyed this past year. Oh, we know what you, you're a shonen slut of this podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Ed, you didn't see it on the camera, but Ed just took his shirt off, basically. Yeah. There we go. Ripped his shirt off. <laughs> I ripped his shirt off. Uh, okay, next up, Gizmo. What is your... I, I don't know why are I'm we, leading this, but anyways. Are we what? doing just our top or top three, or what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. List what, yeah, what, don't you want to rotate around, or you want to just give all three of them? I, I could quickly do all three of mine. It's yeah, let's just do, do all three, yeah, because we don't fine. have... All right. Another one of my favorites this past year was Mishoku Tensei, the season two. Very good stuff. All right, don't do that every single time. <laughs> I'm gonna be here forever. Be forever. Do it at the do it at the end when we're all yeah. done. And okay. uh, last but not least, a show that's probably not watched by most people, but I thoroughly enjoyed is Bleach: Thousand Year Blood War, the second core. Yeah, that's good things. That Wait, and, and let me say this, Ed. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, more like joke Jitsu Kaisen. Mushuko Tensei, more like Mushu shit Tensei. And Bleach, more like black. Got him! All three! Aww. Let's go! <laughs> I, definitely now I need a boo. I, I want a boo. Yeah, we, we like definitely that. need a boo oh. for King right there. <laughs> Anyways. No, I liked um, those first couple episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. The flashback with uh, flashback was good. Yeah, That was great. I mean, I love that, dude. I, I love that shit. Um, we want to do a Mushiko Tensei review because I've never seen it. So I we we do want to get on. We that should sometime. force King to watch good anime sometimes. Yes. We'll Let see how well that anime. works. <laughs> I don't know. King, you're like a little anyways, you're like a little bitch. Let's go. Let's move on to the next one. Uh Gizmo. Alright, so my number three slot was very highly contested. I um I decided to give it to a show that is not still airing so that's why um my number three is render girlfriend season three i we i we talked so much about that show i don't need to further elaborate why it's great my number two show is oshinoko uh super fun great adaptation way better than the manga um and my number one is vinland saga season two. Oh well there's a shocker Yes, my applause. <laughs> How rude. This is only Mike has control of the soundboard, so don't dictate how we feel. Clearly too much power. <laughs> too much power. Uh, yeah, yeah no. okay. Sorry. Wind and Saga season two is great. Honestly, I just need to finish it. I really amazing. need to I, I need to finish it. I, I like the first shows. half. I don't know why I have it. I don't I don't have an answer for you, but it, it's and it's it changes things up so much from the first season, but it still works 
just as good, maybe even better. Um, I know a lot of people memed about it, oh, Farming Saga Season 2 and stuff, but I I really like the direction it, it's taking the story and the characters in, and I can't wait for, for the next season. Honestly, I might suggest this for a long-term manga club when the manga is finished. Nice, that's what's up. If you want to come check out Manga Club with us, that's links.animesummit.net. We meet every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, we try. they try, except we keep cock-blocking them, but yeah. <sighs> Sweet. Uh, uh, I'll give mine. Uh, yep, do yours. I, uh, wow, we're broke... just a well-oiled machine. Sorry, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I broke mine up into two categories, which are good anime of the uh, shows of the year and and my plummet shows of the year, just because that's how my brain thinks and compartmentalizes things. For good, like honest to good, please go check these out. Pluto, I mean, wow, that was great on Netflix. Um, we had we didn't really talk about it that much uh, on any of our shows, but damn, that's actually well, like I loved it way more than the manga. I thought it was fantastic. I had a blast. And then uh, Undead Unluck, which I haven't talked about a lot because Sam and I are eventually going to do a project together and, and really get into it. Love the manga. I'm really liking how the anime is going. So please go check that out. It's a fun world with lots of cool little, you know, powers and quirks and all these little different things. Um, now my plummet shows. This is the good stuff, right? I'm noticing it. Most of these are just about more good moral fiber. That's chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King's army. The dangers in my heart. My clueless first friend. Oh, so goddamn cute. And I'm giving the disgraced noble lady I rescued a crash course in naughtiness. If you listen to one of our impression episodes uh, a little bit ago, this was the show I watched really hungover one time, and it put me in absolute pure bliss. It's the it, if you are hungover, go watch this show and feel good and feel the moral fiber pour into it. And we've reviewed all of these shows that I just mentioned. Nice. Okay, I guess I'm finishing up. So, I just quickly put up three shows. And actually, they're all... Well, one's not, but they're pretty mainstream. Oshinoko, never read the manga, just went into this blind. Uh, that first movie, which I wish they released, they kept the release the same as the Japanese, but whatever. Incredibly riveting. Loved it so much. Um, and just grabbed a hold of me, never let go. Phenomenal animation, phenomenal music. Everything's just great about it. That that opening music still, that first 20 seconds still gives me goosebumps. Um, Onimai, kind of spoke about length, uh, just an animation gem. And just exploring a lot of like taboo things that I love when stuff like this kind of poke and prod at. And then lastly, Freein. Um, I know it's still ongoing, but boy... Uh, just as someone who is getting old, uh, <laughs> I can very much appreciate this sort of melancholy look at just time and the way things age and how things are getting different and just longing for things that are now gone. Um, and I just, uh, again, I find it capturing. Yes. It goes from being this sort of like sort of uh, like low stakes sort of uh, like journey to very shonen esque like what we're in right now in the seasonals, but you get what you get, and I think even this uh, even though sometimes it's a little frustrating how slow the pace rolls down for 
more of the shonen aspects, the battles and stuff like that. It's still, man, what a well, just the manga was really good when we read it and the anime is just being produced so well, uh, which kind of leads me into my next point is to say happy birthday to myself. Well, in two days anyways, and I'll be turning 45. So I am, getting, I am getting, yes, old. I am definitely in the midst of middle age. So yes, free in speaks to me. At a deep level. That's it. Oh. Anyways. Happy birthday, you, Mike. You're, you're still Happy. a child for Freeran, though. Yeah, for free. Yeah, yes, like I know. She comes along, she pats me on the head, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's cute. All right. Oh, happy birthday, Mike. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Happy birthday, Mike. Oh, hey. yeah, yeah. But we'll be past my birthday by the time this airs. So, anyway, so we're both. <laughs> anyways, that's fine. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. All right, that's it for today. Our plummies are over. Plummies number two. And um, last thing I want to say, um, Mushoku Tensei season two, uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I can imagine if we eventually get to watching it, that it could also have been in my top three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have uh, an episode upcoming in the near future about Mushoku Tensei. Um Next up is a new show that actually maybe I shouldn't announce this because maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, let's uh, we'll leave it. But uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you can make it see something we haven't done before. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a mystery. <laughs> What's up? That always goes so well when we try new things on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't right. believe it's our second plummies, guys. That's crazy to me. That yeah. we've done this two years in a row now. I'm it's shocked that none of us have killed each other yet. No. Anyways, yeah, that's the secret. The it's because we're all too far away from each other to do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to see what's coming up in 2024 for our plummies. There's already good shows to start picking from, so I'm excited. I I'm very excited that uh, Senshi from Delicious in Dungeon will be leading leading the charge finally. Best panty shot 2024. Look out for next year's plumbers. <laughs> we already have ideas for good new categories. I was also thinking maybe best slave <laughs> because we already have oh, two slave shows. Yeah. <laughs> Play, more planning on the pot. Gizmo, you can't give this stuff yeah. away. Come Dude, on. We're, we Wait, are Mark, I'm cutting this profit. off. I'm cutting it off. Yeah, we are we gotta, You profit. write that round and pin it, pin it somewhere, okay? <laughs> so we don't forget that one. All right. All right. See you next time, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Later. Doodle.